from the combined crew of blindandroidusers.com and accessibleandroid.com, it's time for your favorite Android podcast. Kick back now and enjoy another fine episode from these fanboys and gals as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here's your crew. Hello, and welcome to the Blind Android Users Podcast. Today, on January 13th, 2024, we will be recording episode 162. I'm John Dyer, and I'll be joined by Warren Carr, of course, Kareen Kuan, Sally Kundis, Austin Pinto, and we have two special guests today. First, we have Harith Alhandani, who will be joining us with a special unboxing treat. And then we also have Gary Malconian joining us for his Android journey. Today, we will first be discussing some news. We'll be covering CES and also the Pixel QPR 2.3. And in our second segment, we have an unboxing for you of the Acatel WP30 Pro by Harith. And then finally, we have Warren's favorite segment, The Android Journey, in which we'll be joined by Gary. So how's everybody doing today? Warren, how are things in Washington? So we get the very first hot cold of the year for this winter of 2024. And uh, my goodness, it's been very cold. It is very cold. But Anyway, here I am, nice and warm in the house and uh, having a party with you guys and uh, two of my favorite friends on here today. So it's quite a treat. Uh, episode 162 is very special to me because not only are we having uh, Harris with us talking about this unboxing of the Alcatel and all that great stuff, but then also Gary is going to take us that memory lane of uh, his Android journey. So I'm a happy kid. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm excited as well. Austin, how are things in Mumbai? Things in Mumbai are very good and just a uh, normal week, nothing much happening here. The weather is uh, unstable, it's becoming cool sometimes, becoming warm. This week was mostly warm and I don't like the warm weather, so it's very disappointing. I hope it cools down again. Yeah, it's actually unseasonably warm here. Well, I shouldn't say unseasonably warm, but it's in the upper 50s, which is a little warmer than usual in Virginia. Kareen, how's it going? Everything is good here. Actually, we are having rain and thunder, and the weather is starting to become cold, I can say. But... Yeah, it's 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 getting some rain, and uh, actually, all of the week was sort of rainy week, and we are still expecting more. Nice, and Sally. Well, as every week, I'm telling you the same. I'm getting more hints every day, and the weather is super cold here as well. Like um, two degrees Celsius, and the nights are even colder, the minus five, and things like that. And guys, only one month left till it's Valentine's Day, so get your gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Especially being as handsome as you are, you'll probably be fighting off the ladies, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> He's always taking stuff from my playbook anyway, so he and I 
are the best looking ones, you know, from the crew. Sally? Yeah. Are we? I hope there's no limit to how handsome you can be because um, I wouldn't want anything to happen to either of you. (laughs) Thank you. Harith, how's it going? Pretty nice. Actually, the weather is uh, near perfect. 17 degrees Celsius. You can use your G lady or gentleman to explain that in Fahrenheit over there in the States. (laughs) But it's pretty nice. Awesome. And Gary, how are things in California? They're very nice. Um, It's a nice 45 degrees Fahrenheit, and it's been windy most of the week. Busts of 80, 80, you know, so things have been blowing away. All right. As long as it doesn't blow you off, Gary, because I want you to be here and talk about your Android journey story, not getting blown over L.A. That's all I ask. Yeah, but what if Gary blows away and lands in Washington? <laughs> then we have a never-ending party. I have quite a distance. Indeed, that's quite a distance, unless, of course, he's on a Japanese balloon or something crazy like that. I don't want to be shot down. <laughs> no, we wouldn't do that. I'll tell the boys at the... Uh, uh, <laughs> The Air Force space here to watch out for Gary. <laughs> watch out. An unidentified target is approaching. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, Gary, uh, you'll be welcome. Uh, thank you. You're listening to the Blind Android Users Podcast. So, first thing we're going to be talking about today is some news. And we'll start with CES because it's January, and that's the time of year where all kinds of new technology that most likely won't be released <laughs> is shown off at the CES Consumer Electronics Show. So um, I'll just let Warren take it from here. Do you have anything that caught your eye this year? Like you said, John, you know, the CES traditionally all that used to be, you know, was all the electronics and maybe there's a new dicer for dicing your tomatoes or whatever, things like that. It used to be basically gadgets like that. But now, you know, you got the phones in there, you have the cars and, and some other things. CES has become something else, not what it used to be traditionally. But like you said, though, most of the time, some of these things are either prototypes or concepts that never really come to fruition. Uh, I think that there are some phones in there. Um, I mean, even Google was there. I think the one that caught my attention is Google merging with uh, Samsung now instead of a nearby share, the quick share that Samsung has. And I think I'm kind of happy that, you know, Google and Samsung are working hand in hand. The only thing I ask that they need to merge is our talkback for crying out loud. If you're merging all these things, why not talkback? Guys, what do you say about that? I think for me, that's, that will be the big one. Uh, merge the two and let's not have one from the Samsung store and one from the Play Store. So as we're going to have one quick share, let's do the same thing for the Android accessibility suite. That was the most stupid decision that they have ever made i think regarding accessibility which is to to use the the their their own version of talkback because it didn't bring anything it didn't help in anything it just uh, made things confusing and it just um made like 
uh, things fragmented. So uh, there were there will be people having uh, this feature. Others will not be having it. And also uh, in Samsung itself, like people who are using Android 14 will get uh, will get some features, while people who are on Android 13 will not get the the same features. Despite the fact that with Google Talkback, uh, they are actually uh, or all people are getting the 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 same features. So 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 it shouldn't be uh, like. Uh, something related to Android version that you are using. However, Samsung is doing it like this. Yeah, exactly. And not only are they not adding anything, but they just took away an option because at least before people could choose to use voice assistant or talkback. Now voice assistant is not a thing anymore. So just one less option. That is correct. I agree with both Karen and uh, John. It's just the fact, um, yeah, just give the option. Why does somebody, if they want to have Google Talkback, they have to jump through hoops of, you know, if they don't know, like, command line stuff to, they have to remove, you know, one thing and then install the other thing, remove, and it's, 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 it's just a stupid thing. I mean, no other device you have to do this stuff. It's just Samsung. Another thing that I think I like is, uh, you know, the uh, casting. Uh, Google is making it available in more places and all of that. And the fast pair that we've had for a while now, Google is making it a whole lot better. I tell you, I, I when I get a headset, I just want to take it out of the box. My phone is nearby. So the uh, being uh, proximity, contextually aware, I think that's a great thing to see uh, Google uh, pushing that forward. And um, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing uh, companies that will be supporting this uh, type of technology because it just makes our life a whole lot easier, makes me lazier uh, by the day, that's all. Another thing, though, that I wish Ed was here is something I saw. I mean, it's not Android-related necessarily, but, you know, for CES, it's that Mixed Master from uh, Mixed Master Moody is like something about that can... Um, you know, mix your drinks, you know, is it just unbelievable <laughs> what we have? And I'm just kind of, when I was reading about that, all I could see in my eyes, uh, Ed or Austin, you know, say, give me that drink, you know? <laughs> yeah, that is, that was some nice technology. And oh, what about Gary? Oh, yeah, and Gary, yeah, of Gary, course, yeah. Gary, you love your drinks. So yeah. get the mix Gary, master. Gary movie. doesn't need anybody mixing his drinks. He, he'll just yeah. drink that Russian vodka straight. <laughs> <laughs> well, put a little bit of uh, maybe a, a French thing in there, mix it a little bit, just to be fair. Yep. <laughs> you can't always drink it straight up. You have to have at least some some flavor. <laughs> Thank you. Austin, did you find anything else that caught your interest at CES? So this year CES was really my favorite topic, and that is AI. I mean, AI is coming everywhere. AI is now Chat GPT is partnering with Volkswagen to have AI in their <laughs> EV series cars. They have launched their <laughs> Chat GPT store. And they have launched uh, another, one of the nice thing is the Rapid R1, that AI, it's, it's like a device, it has a camera, it has like a screen, and it has just a button, you can put your SIM card in it, and it uh, requests charging, and you just press the button, you talk to it, and it does whatever you want it to do, so it depends on the large language model and the large action model. So that that is nice to have so much of AI this year. And apart from the NVIDIA 4080 
uh, GPU and all those things. There were a lot of devices, but AI has taken center stage now. So I think more AI is going to come. And even in India, there was a startup in CES 2024 that launched an AI version of the one of the Bollywood celebrity. You know, it's nice you talk about that Rabbit R1. I was reading about that thing, and it's kind of interesting. They were hoping to only sell 500, but they had like 10,000, you know, pre-orders. Just imagine that, <laughs> or whatever that thing is. Uh, so it's not only just uh, you know blind people that like you know things of that nature. Uh, it has a place for everyone, and so uh, maybe Austin, you can get one so you can. Unbox it, but that thing is expensive. I think it's like six hundred dollars. I don't think. No, I it's one ninety nine dollars. I think it's not in India right now, but it's uh, going to come. I think I was mixing it with the uh, the pin. You know the uh, what's that thing uh, from human human pin or whatever. I think that thing is like six hundred something dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's what that is. But yeah, no, the uh, this rabbit R one is is uh, like about two hundred bucks. So the person demoing it, what he did is he took the device and he opened his fridge, and he like told it to see using the camera what is inside the fridge and asked it what can he make with them and he it gave it the entire list of recipes that can be made with the things that were in this fridge. So it was a nice thing, can be good for us, especially for visually challenged, and it can also help others, but it can do a lot of for us also. Yeah. Also in the demo, I, I don't think I'm going to trust this thing. So <laughs> in the demo, they had a girl saying something to it, to the effect of, "Call me an Uber and let everybody know I'm on my way." So I, I guess it's supposed to be smart enough to know the context, have your calendar, have your appointment, know where you're heading, and call you an Uber to that place. So you have to trust it to get that right. Then you have to trust it to know that. By everybody, you're talking about everybody at that event, not everybody in your contacts list. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm not going to trust this thing. I'm sorry, I'm just not. You know, sometimes some of these things, demos are just demos. For example, I mean, there was this one demo that Google was showing when the Pixel 8 series was introduced, and. I was pumped about it, and I got my Pixel Ed, and I don't see that, you know. So basically, I'm on a web page. All I need to do is hold on the power, and then it'll read the page, you know, using the assistant. I haven't seen that work for me. Does it work for you, John? Or have you seen that? I tried it. That was what one of the very first things that I tried was simply to,、uh, you know, open up an article on the web page and then I held down the power to see if it would、uh, read it, and it didn't read. It just brought up the assistant. That's not how it was supposed to be. So demos are just that. I have one more last point. I think this is going to be very good for John. Samsung launched a display that can flex both ways, and they're going to launch it in one of their phones. So it's going to be. An inward and outward flexing phone, so it's going to be nice. Maybe be that would come with the the、uh, um, default six or something. Who knows? I was not impressed with this. I I don't get the point of it. It's like the so it's like a flip, right? But this you're you're able to open it completely all the way open and then fold it the opposite way. And it's like, why would you want that? Screen, which is the super thin glass 
on the outside of the phone. Like I would never like put it in my pocket like that. It's, it's, it seems silly. I mean, it's a cool concept, but it's one of those things that I think, yeah, it's cool for CES, but I don't see them releasing this until they're able to make that flexible glass a lot more durable than it is now. It's, it's a concept and it's just to make it so they can get to the rollable stage. That's what I, that's what I thought about it when I saw it. So. Mm-hmm. So I think that the whole idea, though, is that it doesn't matter which side you have, you have the screen. Uh, instead of, you know, the uh, inside is a different uh, screen and the outside is a different screen. So you can fold it either way. I like the concept, but like you said, we'll see uh, how doable that thing is. And leave the glass. I don't know what will happen to the motherboard if you flex it so much, whether they're going to, how they're going to make that. And also... A lot of nice TV technology was then says like there were LG launched a transparent TV. Not much for us, beneficial, but uh, they launched a TV that can like blend within the wall and all. It cannot be visible or you can turn it into a ba- black background and have it like always on display. So that was nice. A lot of sense TVs also over there. So lots of new devices were coming this year. Speaking of devices, I should also add affordable devices for those who are looking for affordable phones, especially students or those who live in uh, those areas. They they cannot afford flagship devices. TCL, a famous brand for making affordable phones, announced two phones, the TCL XL50 and XL Paper. Those phones are finally coming with dual speakers. So it's a great addition for those looking for affordable phones. The whole idea of that paper thing, I, I like the idea because, you know, that's going to make visibility a whole lot better out there if you're out in the sunlight and all of that. So uh, just think of it like looking at a real book outside on a paper. I think sighted people are going to really fall in love with that because one of the um, challenges of the displays is that when you're in bright sunlight, it's not so great and, and all of that. Sometimes you got to kind of shade it a little bit. So if we have that technology, I think that will be groundbreaking. Uh, kudos to TCL. And for those of you that love to spend money on phones, ASUS announced a few gaming a few gaming phones: the uh, ASUS ROG Phone Eight and Phone Eight Pro. And uh, these are some beasts. They have uh, the Snapdragon Eight Gen Three. They Start at 16 gigabytes RAM and 512 gigabytes storage. You can also get it in a 24 gigabyte RAM, one terabyte storage version. And I mean, this has all the bells and whistles. So these are some, I think they're starting at $1,000. Then there's a, the Pro is 1200 And then there's like an a Pro with an extra module that you can attach to it to add a fan and triggers and a headphone jack for an extra $300. So if you want to buy it for $1,500, go for it. Oh boy. I like the fan part of it. Cause uh, if you're going to be gaming, you know, of course you're going to be a gamer. You want that thing cooled yeah. down. Uh, you have, you need that fan. So um, it's amazing. The type of technologies that we're having and uh, 
whenever I hear a big story, I'm like, put my name on it. That's where I belong. Uh, one TV. I want to get a two TV next time out. <laughs> for yeah. crying out loud. <laughs> and this has two USB-C ports. It has one on the bottom where it normally is, and it has one on the side. So you could charge it and use an accessory at the same time if you want to. And I think every freaking phone, excuse my Espanol, but I think every phone should have two USB ports. By heaven, I want to plug in my you know, USB headset in there while I'm charging and listening to my stuff. We should have that. I don't know why it's such a big deal or you know they're finding it hard to bring it. Um, we've got lots of space on there, even though they'll tell us we don't have space. we got ample space. So give us two USB uh, ports right. like that rock phone. There's the thing. If they two, if they have two ports, how are they gonna sell the wireless headphones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly, Mundo. But I'll still buy that wireless, uh, rather wired headphone. So it's still the same thing. There's not everybody that wants to get tangled in a web. So some people <laughs> will still want their Bluetooth headsets, and some knuckleheads that want high fidelity sound would want the USB-C wired headphones. Let's it's funny that you mentioned forms. selling headphones because Asus also announced new gaming earbuds that not only are they Bluetooth, but they also connect using a 2.4 gigahertz band proprietary uh, t- connection. And it comes with a itty bitty USB-C dongle that you can put in there. And then that way you don't have absolutely no latency basically for gaming. That is really good. I like the sound of that. APTX uh, LL eliminates the lags so good. It's like you can barely realize it. It's really low latency. I've been using it for quite a while now, for more than a year. Yeah, it has gotten really good. Nice. Because, you know, those of us that use screen readers, uh, I think, you know, that... Low latency is what we want because uh, sometimes if you have a lousy headset and then, you know, if whatever is not so good, you're going to have those difficulties yeah. and we don't you, want that. You need way. to have a phone equipped with, with a kind of a newer Bluetooth, like contains that uh, low latency uh, Bluetooth transmitter and receiver, plus the a good, like a decent uh, earbuds or headset or whatever that contains ATXLL or adaptive. And some of them, they're really cool and they're really easier to to turn into that uh, low latency mode or gaming mode as they like to call it. Remember uh, the, the ones I told you about, Warren, the other day? If you touch and hold the left, uh, the left bot, it would turn into like normal mode, the high definition, definition mode, the high... Uh, quality mode that's 24 bit uh, 96 uh, hz and uh press and hold again it's a toggle that would turn it to the gaming mode that's the low latency mode and you can use it with uh, talkback or csr whatever there go like head to head with audio quality better than anything else i've used maybe only the ambient mode uh, Apple bots uh, like surpasses those. Other than that, it surpasses anything with audio quality, the, the sound quality. It's better than anything else. And it's cost like with the discount, maybe $60 or something. And the hours on that thing between seven and nine hours. 
great battery life and they're so light three grams each yeah unbelievable unbelievable yeah, technology. yeah that, i forgot about that so see i'm i'm not into earbuds that's my weakness i don't like earbuds for you're gonna uh, regret <laughs> the time you're losing bro <laughs> but other than that yeah i think it's a great um headset um, because what we want, those of us who use screen readers, of course, we want things that work well for our screen readers. That latency is what we want to avoid. So, yeah, you know, one could get that if they want something great. Because, you know, all these name brands just want us to spend money. We got but, a customer know. here. I'm going to tempt Gary. Hey, Gary, with a touch and hold, turn it to low latency, touch and hold, turn it to high definition audio, wireless. Lightweight, I would go long, for it. I do, long battery I use, life. I do use earbuds, so I mean, I use earbuds when I, you know, try to follow. Those, are, those so, yeah. are better than anything else I've used ever. So they're like called earphone three. The earphone, earphone three pro, and it okay. has an app that you can customize it with, and beautiful stuff. You're gonna love it, and it has a wireless look, wireless charging, as well. Okay. I will. I will. I'll grab them and I'll let you. Yeah, know. good stuff. Check them so out. So are these no, are these no are these Bluetooth or are these USB or what? B Bluetooth, uh, five point three, and they they were the first and maybe the only one that has that the L whatever the low power C three thing that the newest Bluetooth thing. That's why it's uh, it's really low on power usage and it has I tremendous see. sound compared to the size. I mean. Yeah, so they have the LE, you know, low energy thing. Yeah, so yeah, uh, Gary, if you that, like yeah. that, you know, uh, you find it on sale on Amazon. Uh, Harris uh, sent me the URL, so um, I'm going to put that URL in the show notes and um, I'll send it to you, Gary. No problem, and yeah. I'll order them, don't worry. And next we'll be discussing a Pixel QPR release. I have no idea what's going on in pixel land i've been in samsung land and asus land so i will let warren tell you what's going on uh john i think that's a treason against google <laughs> for such a departure <laughs> come on bro. that's why i listen to this podcast so i can know what's going on <laughs> come on bro uh, so anyway, so Google pushed this thing back on Wednesday out there. Um, it's last Wednesday, the QPR 2.3. Of course, uh, you know, that final one would be coming up in like in March when we have um, the first uh, feature drop for uh, that, that. That would be the second uh, quarter, right? Yeah, the first one was December. This is going to be the second one. But so not so much, but a lot of fixes there always. And then there's one that they mentioned that it fixes accessibility, but didn't specify as to what accessibility uh, it fixed. Uh, of course, for me, I'm always looking for things relating to accessibility. Um, that's, of course, being selfish of me. But, you know, with a person with uh, uh, accessibility needs, I always look for things uh, relating to us. And I don't think I'm being too selfish for looking for that. But... It does mention that, yeah, it has some accessibility fixes, but I didn't see where it specified as to which accessibility uh, fixes it, it had. So that's it about that QPR 2.3. And uh, I think mine came in at like, I don't remember, maybe like 300 something MB. I don't remember the size of it. It was a sizable one. 
Mine was around 346 MB or something. And don't forget, we have our app Bonanza coming up on the 27th of January. So we encourage you guys to submit your apps by the 25th so that we can have them ready for that episode. This is the Spotlight segment. Stay tuned for premium interviews, device unboxing, and more. And now we're moving on to our Spotlight section, in which Harith will be unboxing the Akatel WP30 Pro for us. Spoiler, this is a battery beast. Hello, everyone. This is about the new form Ocatel WP30 Pro. It has a large battery, 11,000 milliamps. It comes with 512 gigabytes of storage, UFS 3.1, and 12 gigs of RAM. It's a heavy phone, strong phone, heavy duty. It's uh, for for people who needs uh, a longer battery life, um, and sturdy phones. Like it's a real rugged phone. It feels very very rugged, and uh, it doesn't need a cover or any kind of protection. It comes already uh, with uh, like uh, protection glass on it, so. Uh, that's the simple version of it. In the box, the phone, 120 watts uh, charger. Uh, the company claims uh, you can charge it up to 50% within 15 minutes and up to 100% from zero to fully charged within 50 minutes total. So this is the... Uh, uh, little description. After unboxing, I connected an adapter to the to, to the mixer, so you can hear clearly what you get when you open it. When you first run, the, oh, we'll talk about the buttons. It has uh, the volume buttons are uh, on the top right. Real nice feeling buttons the volume buttons are wide and they have good tactile when you when you press them you'd feel them they have a, a nice click and beneath them is the power button it's not very recessed but it's uh hard to to click it accidentally it's not the same size as the volume buttons and it uh supposed to have the fingerprint within it as well on the left side, it has a button. They call it multifunction button. It's a custom button. You can uh, assign some functions to it and we'll check it out later. And I'm going to turn it on and start talk back and talk about, by the way, when you start the phone up, it works both ways with the two finger touch and hold on the screen and with the press and hold both volume buttons it works both ways so that's the accessibility startup thing i'm gonna check it up right away there we go it was turned off 
Okay, now talk back is on. Next button. Close button. Close the tutorial. Close tutorial. Stay in tutorial. Close. Hi there. Language. English United States button. I got the English United States. Vision settings. Emergency call. Start button. Start button. Connect to mobile network. Heading. So, if you have SIM, skip. Button. I'm gonna skip. Connect to Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Searching Android app. Wi-Fi signal full. Okay. Q2. Wi-Fi signal full. I'm gonna connect it here. Q2. Okay. Period. Done. Keyboard hidden. Getting your phone ready. Heading. Okay. Gonna wait for this one. Don't copy. You can choose to transfer your apps. Photos, contacts, Google account, and more. There we go. Don't copy. Next button. Use your other device. You need another Android device or an iPhone or iPad. Okay. Can't use other device. Button. Next button. Find your other device's cable. Use a cable that fits your other device. This is usually the cable used for charging. Okay. USB-C cable. No cable. Button. No cable. Copy without a cable. You'll get your content faster if you use a cable. Go back. Button. Copy without cable. Copy data without cable. Tool. Use your other device to transfer data wirelessly. Heading. Switching from iPhone or iPad. Button. Can't use up. Use your other device to transfer data wirelessly. Wirelessly. Switch. Can't use other device. Next. Checking okay. info. Heading. Account setup. I'm gonna Checking set up my account now and be back soon. Labels available. Wonderful. With three fingers to view. Data transfer available or in progress. Yeah, it's transferring data wirelessly. This is beautiful. Service. Hey Google. Model update. Updating voice model to better recognize when you say, Hey Google. It's kind of like it's copying everything wirelessly from my. LG V50 phone. This this is much easier than, than it used to be in the past. Heading. Choose what to copy on the next screen. In progress. Progress bar. Okay. Don't I, copy. Button. I'm gonna choose Double on the next activate. screen. So I'm gonna skip the boring stuff. In progress. Progress button. Well, Double tap it's activate. copying the data now. Installed zero out of 81 applications. I've selected 81 initial apps to install so it won't take longer time. Your Android device experience by device collapsed. Send usage and diagnostic data. Usage and diagnostic data? Well, I don't want to do that. Switch for send usage. Okay. Collapsed. Install updates and apps. By continuing, you agree that this device tap accept to confirm your accept button out of list. Okay. Double tap let's, to activate. Let's go. I'm gonna skip setting up a pin. Skip setup for pin, face, and fingerprint. Cancel. Skip button. Let's go to the good stuff and see the interface of this phone. Practice gestures. Practice gestures. I don't need that. Try any finish button. Copying your data. About 30 minutes left. 
There are some things won't be copied, so that remains to be seen later. Uh, as soon as it opens and the things installed, we'll be back in a second. Obviously, it copied all the settings, including talkback speed. Check that. So it won't let me change talkback speed until I do a couple of settings. This is uh, a page. Gestural navigation. Three button navigation. I'm going to select this one. Next button. Device unlocked. Select a home app. Quick step. Okay, now I'm going to try to slow down talkback first. Okay. Notification shape. Expanded. Android setup. Preparing for setup. Collapse button. Expanded. Android setup. Select a home app. Shade launcher. Shade. Shade launcher. Just once. Button. Disable. No. Quick step. Select a home app. Quick step. Did it bring my uh, Nova launcher? I had Finish to. setting up your WP30 Pro. Just a few more steps. Probably not yet. Shade launcher. Shade. Haven't installed yet. I'm going to wait for the stuff to be installed. Quick step is the default launcher. I'm going to try, try it out so the people, when they buy it, will get it. This one. Just one. Home. This is home. Home. Window home. Home. Speedometer. System manager. Toolbag. Speedometer. System manager. Speedometer. System manager. Toolbag. System toolbag. Toolbag. Phone. Phone. Messages. Messages. Chrome. Chrome. Camera. Okay. Notification shape. Headphones connected. Bluetooth. Off. Do not disturb. Switch. Go check the system. Expanded. 100%. This on. Not connected. On. Wi-Fi signal full. Inter 100%. Display brightness. Slot. On. 100%. Display brightness. Take that down. That's a lot. 95. 90. 80%. 75%. 70%. 60%. 65%. 60%. 55%. 40%. 40%. 35%. 40%. 30%. 20%. 20%. 15%. 10%. Display brightness. I don't need brightness. Edit order of settings. Button. Open settings. Button. Settings. Pretty much settings. Android stock thing. The, the notification thing is like mode. Android Off. One. Switch. SIM card and mobile data. Wi-Fi. Q2. Connected devices. eSIM management. Notification. eSIM management. eSIM management. It has that feature. The eSIM feature it has. Notifications. Display. Notification. Display. Sound and vibration. Security. Passwords and accounts. Passwords and accounts. Battery. Battery. Storage. 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 Battery. Battery. Navigate up. 92%. Not charging. 92%. So 8% to set the phone up. That's not too bad. Navigate up. Settings. Storage. 
storage. Storage. Navigate up. Twenty-one gigabytes used. Five hundred twelve gigabytes total. You heard that? Settings. Storage. Accessibility. Accessibility. Navigate up. Button. Downloaded apps. Heading. Shade launcher off. Shade launcher. Shade launcher off. They put it here because it requires accessibility. Screen reader. Heading. Permission. Screen reader. Heading. Select to speak. Off here, selected text. Top back. On speak items on screen. What? Display. Heading. Display size and text. Color and motion. Extra dim. Dim screen beyond your off. Extra dim. Extra dim. Dim screen beyond your phone's minimum brightness. Extra dim. Off. Extra dim. Switch. Magnification. Off. Interaction controls. Heading. Accessibility menu. Off control. Switch access. Off control device with switches. Timing controls. Switch. Timing control. System controls. Vibration and haptics. Captions. Heading. Live caption. Autom caption preference. Audio. Heading. Audio description. Hearing aids. No hearing aids. Audio adjustment. General. Heading. Pretty much the same as uh, Android One. Accessibility shortcuts. Text to speech output. Settings. Accessibility. Privacy. Location. Safety and emergency. Safety emergency. Digital well-being and parental controls. Fingerprint. Google. Thurispeed. Thurispeed. So if we turn this off on any app, on, that would turn it off in the background. So, Memory expansion. Memory expansion. We don't need that because it's gonna borrow extra RAM from the actual storage, and that's a bit slow. Not a bit. That's a lot slower than the actual RAM module. So I don't need that. Some people does it, but I don't need it. Side key function. Side key function. That's an interesting thing. That button on the left side of the phone. Side key function. Let's, Navigate up. Let's see what, what we can uh, assign to it. One click. Wake up off ministry. One click. Wake up off ministry. Wake up. Select app. Smart. One click. Shortcuts. Button. There's shortcuts. Open the app. Button. Open app. No operation. No operation. There's a single Open click. Shortcuts. Button. Open the app. Button. No operation. Not selected. Radio button. Start sound recording. Start sound recording. That's great. So we can record with a single click with that button. Selected. Radio button. Open flashlight. Open flashlight. Not selected. Radio button. Screenshots. Screenshot. Not selected. Open underwater camera. Underwater camera. Hmm. Selected. Radio. Open SOS. SOS. Not selected. Open game mode. Game mode. Not selected. Wake up off ministry. Selected. Re select app. Smart side key function. One click. Double click. No operation. Double click. We can assign the same as above. Press. No operation. Long press. No operation. Long press. So there's three modes in this button. One click, double click, single click, double click, and press and hold. We can assign pretty much either open app or shortcut to run something. Or some activity. Smart assist. 
Minister side key function minuscreen subscreen settings subscreen settings display settings subscreen that's the mini screen that's in the back in the back of the phone it's like 1.8 small screen mm, it doesn't do anything when I when the phone is up and running when I put my finger on it, TalkBack doesn't do any feedback, so I have to play with it a lot to see if that can be uh, some somehow accessible. Maybe, maybe not. Screen timeout, 30 seconds. Backlight level, level 8. Go home time, 15 seconds. Pedometer, the pedometer has not started. The subscreen cannot synchronize information. Oh. Go home, pedometer, the pedometer has not started. The subscreen cannot synchronize information. So subscreen cannot synchronize information until we start that on. Screen display. After turned on, there will be no response to touch events. The screen on settings. Off screen display. After turned screen on settings. With main screen. Screen on with main screen. On. Switch. Double tap. With, with main screen. Screen on with main screen. On. Double tap. When the subscreen is off, double tap on it to light the subscreen. Off. Switch. Yeah. Double tap to wake it up. I'm going to try that. On. Notification settings. Notification tip. When the app select, select the apps which show notifications in subscreen. Yeah, so we can select which app shows its notification on that subscreen, which is in the back of the phone. That pretty much uh, Six settings. good stuff. Open music app. Unlock the main screen. Open selected music app. When click music start button, if no music app was started, on, switch. Select music app. Camera settings. Take photo voice. On. Back camera photo size. Front camera photo size. Okay. Go back. Smart assist. Smart assist. System. Smart assist. Smart assist. Navigate. Smart touch. Gesture wake up. Smart touch. More powerful gestures. Smart touch. More powerful gestures. Probably it has more gestures. That needs a. Uh, that's for another day, maybe. Gesture wake up. After enabling this mode, swipe on the screen when you activate. Okay. Gesture wake up. After enabling this mode, swipe on the screen when you activate. Okay. Gesture motion. Gesture operation screenshot. Camera. Volume. Nightlight. Nightlight tints your screen amber. This makes it easier to look at your screen or read. One-handed mode. Reachability. Smart assist. Settings. Smart assist. System. System. About phone. About phone. Smart assist. System. System. Navigate up. Language. Gestures. Date and time. Backup. System update. Up developer option. System update. Update available. Well, it has system updates already. Uh, by the way, the phone has been released 11 on 11.11, like November 11. So it has an update already. Developer options. System update. Up. Check it out. System update. Checking for updates. Heading. Installation pause. Zero percent. Progress bar. Installation will continue when device isn't being used. To an R25, R27. Update size. 593 megabytes. 500 megabytes. That's, that's put it. Put a big update. I'm gonna do that after doing the after doing the the phone setup. That's pretty much it. Let's see the app list. Home. 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 Search. Google search. Google voice search. Button. Camera search. Digital block. 550 folder. Meet. Google. Actions. Shortcuts and notifications. It has actions. Yeah, the, the quick uh, thing launcher, it's the pretty much the Android One stock launcher, and that's pretty much it. Device and its accessibility. It's fully working. 
uh, and it remind me my Nokia 6.1 plus Android one phone uh, the interface kind of similar but this phone has uh, more features and I like the multifunction button the customized functions button it has like three functions to assign to I love that and hopefully if I find anything more about it I'll let everybody knows uh, thank you so much for listening and uh, goodbye thank you for that unboxing so guys what do you think of this phone and Harith do you uh, have a review for us yet what's your experience been like well, uh, this phone, uh, well, first thing, hello to everybody, and thank you for having me here among this uh, beautiful company. And uh, sorry for being so short on um, much information in that unboxing thing and the review itself, because there's a lot to, more to learn about this phone, because it wasn't my... I, I didn't have it for um, my main driver. I have it uh, for work. I got it for work. So I'm going to uh, move a lot of uh, apps toward it. Not mainly uh, communication apps, but uh, apps for my work. So uh, every day I learn something new about it. Like a few minutes ago, I've uh, discovered, unfortunately, the SIM tray for the thing is the left side uh, not the bottom but the left the low left side and it has kind of mechanism it's very difficult when i go back home and i have my older son check it out because he checked the manual and he said it's a little different from the regular phones and uh, you're probably uh, you're probably gonna break something trying to do it so let me check it out and then see if if it's may be doable by us. It, it might have an extra tool I've missed to catch in the box. I'm not sure. But hopefully it, it would be doable by us, uh, not depending on uh, someone else. That's something. Other thing, I've been using it lightly for the last three days and the thing lost less than 20%. So the battery is absolute thrill. The weight is it's heavy not too heavy uh, the people who had to have uh, one of them 20,000 milliamps power banks this like half weight of that half weight of that power bank but still it's a heavy device uh, the extra the external sound is fantastic it's a loud big uh, sound it has and uh the OTG on it is really good because I connected it with one of my dongles, the uh, high-definition audio dongles, like uh, the ACs, not a regular one. And it works pretty fine, and even I linked it, it with the mixer. And you can hear the thing talking with the, uh, on the mixer real, uh, real yeah, easy, real nice, like this. So it's asking me to have the USB uh, player have control of this device, but I don't want to do that because it would take away talk back from the from the okay, equation. So, so I'm going to cancel this. 
See, it's 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 very responsive. You get, as you can see, so it's a pretty good phone. It comes with the standard uh, uh, features, as I said in the in the unboxings. Five uh, five twelve GBs and twelve uh, GB RAM. That's pretty much it. And the the software, most importantly, is Android one, in, in mostly, if not entirely. Now, Harith, uh you haven't probably you haven't played with this part of it, but I know some people uh, would like to know. Uh, have mm -hmm. you tested the camera, for example? And if you have, does it uh, have a face detection? Well, you do have it now. See if you could tap on the camera. Well, we can tap on the it... camera and see. Yes. Yeah. Detected uh, image. Icon on black background. Description accuracy medium. Continue focus. Beauty. Super nice. Video. Picture. It has a night mode. The camera itself. It has a night vision thing that um, the uh, e speak pronouncing it night vision. Here's what I want to know if mm -hmm. you point it at yourself or point it, it's not saying you know face detected or no face detected, uh, no. for example. So, uh, this tells us that it does not have that face detection that you know um blind people want to see so if one gets this uh definitely get the open camera yeah, it's, not, app. it's not saying yeah we can get the open camera and be done yeah with it. and and just call it good it's because the same thing that happens with one plus you just yeah. need to get that open camera and you're good yeah it's a open great phone. Is a, is a otherwise great stuff, yeah. yeah 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 it's it's a it's a good phone and it, it's working i'm i'm gonna play with the back uh back small screen it has a a little screen on the back. It's like 1.8 inches. Uh, it has some kind of weird setting. I need to, to play with it for, for a couple of days to see what we can benefit from it. Maybe music control, playback thing, and have some notifications on it. I hope our screen readers would read it, and that, that would be something. Other than other than that, the phone is the standard Android thing, and I'm really happy about the software for that thing. It's uh, even uh, the software itself is better than the one on the One Plus because it has the color RS from Oppo, the company who acquired One Plus, unfortunately. Ah, so it's yeah. the same uh, thing that One Plus uses. Yeah, but I've seen on XDA and even the official seller of One Plus, he's they said. You, you can change it to the Oxygen OS, no problem. So I believe that when I see it. But hey, if Color OS became the good thing that they have, we can, we can deal with it, especially with yeah. that image recognition thing. Exactly. And the most important thing, though, is uh, you know, the UI is accessible. And that's all that matters, really. It is, because, it, is, I mean, it is almost completely accessible, and it has some neat stuff as well. Not just accessible; it has some neat well, stuff. Good. We're, we're going to do that when the unboxing and the review for the for the OnePlus phone times come. Thank through. you for thank you for you know doing uh, this and um, You're very what I've learned thing, about you know, this, thing, yeah, the SIM, the SIM tray for this thing. What I've learned about it has two two SIM cards. It takes two SIM cards.
And SIM card number two get disabled automatically when you activate the eSIM feature. When you activate an eSIM on it, it would disable SIM card number two automatically. Good. Talking about, you know, eSIMs, one of the features of what we mentioned earlier of the QPR mm -hmm. 2.3, which is not active yet, but what Google is doing, probably will see that in March, is the fact that you can uh, tell it to convert your physical SIM card into an eSIM, you know, so that would be absolutely uh, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. And we'll many companies, that that, many, yeah, many, we'll yeah, many providers are doing this lately. Yeah, yeah. good. That's a good thing because I suffered. I brought my my home country SIM cards with me five years back when we got hit by the by the COVID nineteen thing wave. This SIM card got hardware defection or something. It stopped working, and that was exactly. in a heap of trouble. Almost so, getting my paycheck stopped. Yeah. So if you had converted that thing into an eSIM card, eSIM, then you yeah. wouldn't have to worry about it. And so yeah. I, I like that technology. Yeah. It's, totally you know, late, it's like, where have we been all these years? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, thanks, man. This is Warren's Most Liked segment in which you can share how you got started with Android, the problems you had along the way and much more. If you don't know what to say, we'll help you along the way. And finally, we'll be moving on to our last segment of the show and we've saved the best for last this is warren's favorite segment it needs no introduction but this is the android journey segment warren thank you so much for that john and i've been wanting this knucklehead to come on now for eons and finally ladies and gentlemen i got gary Melkanian. Uh, coming on to talk about his Android journey is something we've been wanting him to come on for a while. Yes. Gary, thank you so much for... No problem. Uh, hey, I've been a little chicken for uh, 161 episodes. So yeah, I know. I guess it's time. <laughs> At so, least you then, got it done. That's all that matters. Yeah. And then today today morning at 7.30, his time, I hounded him. Are you coming? <laughs> I'm making tea and he's going, um, are, you, are you coming? Are you coming? Go, yeah, I'm coming. If I tell you I'm coming, I'm coming. It's just some things, you know, sometimes things just happen. You know, this, this is the time it happens. So, you know, we'll get to it. So um, you, you're going to walk me through this because I don't know, you know, how, you know, ask the questions and I'll try to answer as best as possible. So. Well, so it's just basically you've listened to a lot of our Android journey stories. So basically, you just take us down that memory lane. My memory road. In, you know, <laughs> My memory road started with like you know the, the old yeah, school so let's Motorola. How about, how about we go about when did you actually got started with What's Android? And Android? you know what are oh, some yeah, of the yeah. problems? Two thousand nine, yeah. two thousand ten. Um, family friends they had these you know different lg phones they had different you know samsung phones like hey what the hell let's take a look see you know what is this what's this android all about you know we, every you know so i played with it the first day you know it was not the best it was not accessible you know i had to have somebody help me turn it on and all that after you know android ice cream sandwich with the uh s3 um what's touchways it was just you know it wasn't it was still getting there but not the, the best but uh 
we had to do the rectangle to, you know, get accessibility. But once we got to Jelly Bean with, uh, you know, Android 4, Android 4.2, then things got better. Then I got even more interested and more in, into it. And after a while, you know, uh, I had a uh, cousin of mine who started a, 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 a cellular company. He was he was able to get devices, so I was able to uh, play with more devices. So as as time went on, I got more interested in Android, and I've been here, you know, since then. So tell us, Gary, if someone is coming on to Android because you know the myth that we have going on out there, Android is so you know inaccessible or not blind friendly, all of the, that talk. Uh, you know, I know back in the day, you know, that's honest review because. Uh, not every Android uh, device is built equal. And you and I both know that earlier on, uh, most of the phones that came out in 2008 and 2009, uh, some of them did not have any accessibility no, in the no, process no. and things like that. No. So what would you say that your experience has been, you know, from back then till now, comparing yeah. it to not even back then, but maybe even uh five, six, or seven oh, years ago. And so um, going back to 2014. Well, or I should say, yeah, 2014, 2015, the experience has gotten better to where it was, you know, and it's even getting better. When, uh, you know, we had the, uh, we went from the angle gestures to the multi-gestures. We went from no, you know, no image recognition to we having some image recognition. Um, we have the Braille, um, the Braille keyboard, um, all these things have, have come over time and it's improved the operating system and it's improved the e ecosystem. So there's now a level playing field of choice um, depending on what you need to be, you know, you, how you need to use the device and what um, aspects of the device you need it to use it with accessibility. Let's talk about some of your favorite phones throughout this journey, Gary. What are some of the devices that you like and like an all-time favorite, for example? I know uh, that both you and I, I still have my Nexus 6, you know, lying yeah, I here have, on the floor. I don't have uh, that Which one will be anymore. your most all-time favorite uh, from antiquity? All-time favorite would be the OnePlus 6. Nice. Because nice. it had the headphone jack, it had the slider, it had... You know, it had everything. I mean, it had the physical uh, fingerprint scanner on the back. Um, you could interact with the talkback gesture with the fingerprint scanner. I mean, you could do a lot of things with that thing. That thing is a ancient thing. It's sitting in my closet. It's ROM. Though. It's sitting on Android 12. But uh, it's, uh, And that's another thing I, I, I got interested when um, I couldn't get the interfaces to work or my Android versions would get behind. I got interested into, you know, into the XDA community, into ROMing. And that's, you know, those are things that, you know, Android is... Is 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 like a, a fun, it's like a fun playground that you can do whatever you want with it. You mentioned something about the uh, newer stuff uh, that we have in Android or in Talkback, for example. We're talking about image recognition and you know the Braille keyboard for those that uh, like you know virtual uh, Braille or using the Braille display. Uh, what part of the image recognition do you like? Is there Something that you can uh, tell someone that's maybe just coming to Android and have never uh, understood how it works and all of that. And uh, honestly, what I like is like you know some some apps that you know you can't label the image I, uh, image and the icon recognition. It will at least tell you at least you have an idea what the, what the button is or what the icon is. So at least you can actually interact with the app, and then maybe you can contact the developer if the buttons are not accessible. You can't label them. To be able to get into uh, interaction with the developer to, you know, 
make the developer know that they can fix the app and make it even more improve it the, imp the interface to have it more more users that's how i see it that's that's the benefit i see with that that aspect of it so great and this one is basically speculative to be sure i know austin's talked about uh ai and all that ai brings to us now uh, speculatively uh, what do you think about what ai might pr uh, the role that ai might play in our screen reader i mean we're all speculating here we don't know what it might but you know do you see where you think uh, both would come together and you know giving us a better experience especially with our screen readers yeah i can see it um improving um there are areas that are you know refine refinements and there's some areas that the ai you know will sometimes hallucinate so it just depends there's a lot of work to be done and we just have to be on top of it and we have to you know we have to we we can't just rely on it doing it for us we have to you know we have to also be the driver of the ai of the uh of the technology that's going to be coming you know speculatively in the future Thank you so much. So yeah, Android journey story is always my favorite. And uh, I think for me, though, when it comes to the Android journey story, is how everybody's experience is different from the other person and all of that. Now, were there any difficulties you had? Did you at any one given time felt like throwing away your yes back in the day the samsung phones you know that was what got me into roaming because i didn't like the interface so okay you just google around and this there's this community called xda okay i go there and i see all these you know you can do this and do that and i said okay let me just tinker around and i got tinkering but you know the first time I ended up, you know, not doing things correctly. And then after a while, I started learning. And um, that was how I got into um, roaming. And I still love it. And I still, you know, I still have plans with Austin to do some type of um, tutorial project for those that might be interested in doing something like that down the road. So, so yeah, it's very interesting. And there's a lot of, you know, good times ahead with Android to, you know, come in the future. Did you ever break any, any phone in the process yeah, of yes, uh, roaming? Yes, I did. I did. I did. Uh, did you, an, how did you get yourself out of the jam? No, no, no. Tell this us was, that story. This was, this was a very hard, hard. Uh, uh, actually, I bricked the phone to the point that it was not even savable yet. I had to get. Um, I had to send it to the company. It was a Motorola G7 Power. Um, this was with the AB days, the dual partition days. And this is this was before I, I asked Austin, I go, how do you do this? I hadn't I had no clue. I said, Oh, it's, I, it's you know how you do it where you do the regular A roaming. And that was the device that I bricked. That that was the device I learned or well, not to do, you know, a dual partition device has completely different partitions, completely different, you know, scenarios and situations, different processes. And that was what, you know, is the learning involved in it. <laughs> if you don't break something or you don't try or that's how you learn from something that's how that's exactly. been my experience well like i've always said if you haven't broken something you're not using it yeah, <laughs> correct, so. correct. <laughs> well great story uh gary thank you so much no for problem. i would be, be glad to be joining from time to time with developer <laughs> deals or whatever you know whatever i can do to help the uh, project i will you know do my part so thank you so much All good things must end, thus it's curtain drawing time, bringing us to the close of this week's episode. 
Coming up, though, we give you information on how to get hold of us. And now we have sadly come to the end of this episode, but we have Austin standing by to let us know how you can get a hold of us. Austin? To contact us, you can send an email to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. You can join a mailing list by sending an email to blindandroidusers plus subscribe at groups.io. You can join our Telegram, Facebook, Discord, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. The links for everything will be at the bottom of the show notes and also in the video description of the YouTube channel. And also the links are in the websites panel of the YouTube channels. To contact us, you can send an email to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. You can join our mailing list by sending an email to blindandroidusers plus subscribe at groups.io. You can join our Telegram, Facebook, Discord, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. The links for everything will be at the bottom of the show notes and also in the video description of the YouTube channel. And also the links are in the websites panel of the youtube channels thanks for that and now it's time for everybody to say goodbye thanks for listening bye everybody and again though we want to encourage you guys that we have that app bonanza coming up on the 27th of january so january 27 so almost a couple weeks from now we have that app bonanza you have an app you want to submit we're looking forward to you submitting that so we'll have a big party bye for now everyone Hey, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye and have fun, everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Blind Android Users Podcast. Until we see you next week, don't forget to leave us your comments and suggestions via our email contact or using any of our social media sites. Have a great week.